You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, yeah, let's do it. It's a new week. It's Monday. It's The Big Show, and it's powered by MortgagesToGo.ca, always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit MortgagesToGo.ca. Flames stay red, red hot with a 5-2 win on the island on Saturday morning slash afternoon. The weed dog, the muffin man, with a hat trick as the Flames look to sweep their roadie tonight at Madison Square Garden against the New York Rangers. And a big game last night, the big game. The Kansas City Chiefs winning their third Super Bowl in five years with a 25-22 overtime victory with the new overtime rules in the postseason over the San Francisco 49ers. Lots to dissect, lots to talk about. Brent Cron, the Solution Snake, Big Flames, Big Flames, Big Show Flames analyst, will join us coming up at the top of the next hour. Maddie, good morning, Patrick. Good morning, GVP. Hello. Good morning. Um, the Super Bowl last night. Um, defensive battle. But didn't didn't it ultimately always feel like the Chiefs were going to win that game, Matty? Didn't it always feel like that to you? Because it kind of did to me. Yes. Hi. Good morning, George. Good to hear from you. Uh, probably. Yeah, felt like they were going to win for most of the game. I don't, I don't know. I thought it was kind of back and forth. It opened up a little bit as the game went on. Like you mentioned, it was kind of defensive. But I did feel like eventually the Chiefs were probably going to get a play from Travis Kelsey or Patrick Mahomes. Like the thing is, when you got a close game like that, and you have two of the best to ever do it at their position and as a tandem, you never really want to count them out. And even against that vaunted Niners defense, which had played so well, when they weren't getting any points and the Chiefs are getting their own stops. I don't know that it felt like it was going to be the Chiefs doing it once again, and sure enough, they're able to pull this one out in overtime. Um, you know, sometimes when I watch sports, I catch myself yelling at the television. Yeah, which, which I don't think that's healthy behavior. I think you should enjoy sports. It's it's a form of entertainment. I think all of us sometimes take it way too seriously. But I caught myself yelling at the television last night mm. at the end of the game, where the Chiefs still had six seconds to go. Maybe we'll give this one to Patrick. Why didn't the Chiefs just try to throw it in the end zone there, Patty? They had a timeout left. Even if oh, you get sacked, yeah, timeout. you're talking about uh, at the end of regulation. At uh, the end of regulation when they decided to kick the field goal with uh, three seconds to go. I was really surprised they didn't try to throw it in the end zone there. I think they they knew what was coming for them in overtime. You had the new rules with the two possessions. You were going to possess the ball first. and I mean, good for, for Kansas City for starting on defense because that should have been the choice in the first half was probably San Francisco starting in overtime on defense. Knowing you have that extra possession or that extra down that Kansas City would have been able to use. But I don't know. I, 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 was, I was fine with them kicking the field goal. Take your, take, it's the Super Bowl. Just get to, to breathe another day. The last thing that you want is that mistake costing you the Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes rolls out because his first lane is not there, and instead of just throwing it out the back, he he rolls out and takes two extra steps, and you lose the clock. So, let's if six, he has seven or eight yeah, left, he exactly might. right. And we're talking about very slim margins here, but yeah, six like the last play they ran was four, right, and. I don't know. I, I, 
Dan Campbell would have gone for it, they played it safe. Yeah, that's so. Dan Campbell's uh, sitting at home watching that game like the rest of us last night. You want to hear a bad beat for this guy? Sure. Um, so I'm going to take you through a, a ticket I had. Patrick Mahomes rushing yards, twenty nine and a half, way Oof. over. Yeah, he smashed it on like one run. Uh, His legs are the reason they they're Super Bowl champions today. Yep. Uh, field goals for Harrison Butker, over one and a half. Yeah, killed that with the total points, seven and a half. Over. Moody's field goals, one and a half. Mm. Now, and then three tasting this three one. times the record gets broken, or two two times yeah, the record crazy. gets broken. Um, I'm really tasting this one this morning. So needed Brock Purdy rushing yards over twelve and a half. So oh. listen to this. Oh, I know. So Purdy had 13 yards when the Chiefs possessed the ball to potentially win the Super Bowl and cash my ticket. Mm-hmm. So what did they do? They kick a field goal so the Niners get the ball back. What does Brock Purdy do? Takes a knee. Kneels it for minus one yard to go back down to 12. <laughs> and that's what costs us on the uh, And that's Purdy. what costs yeah. Yeah. the pass and rush uh, prop was 266.5. He was at yeah. uh, 265. That's a tough one. That's uh, yeah. That, that's what we call a bad beat, George. Yeah, it was it was a tough way to end the season, mm. but uh, it was a fun night last night. Super Bowl was good. Uh, did you guys know that Taylor Swift was at the game? The undercast. Uh, yeah, I saw her once or twice. Yeah, that was uh, I didn't I didn't think they were showing her too much as the game went yeah, on. It was job. getting intense. I th- thought she was pretty engaged in it as well. So. I don't know. That's my thing that I've come down to on this, too. Like, if Taylor was, like, on her phone the entire time and and not caring, like, then it's like, okay, what are we doing? But she's just as engaged as some of the lunatics that they show in the stands between every play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference? The fact that you know her name? Who cares? Yep. Enjoy the game. That's a good point. Settle down. That's a very good point. You're right. It's not like she's sitting there on her phone. Oh, you never see her I'll on her never phone. watch she's another watching the game the whole yeah. time. Yeah, she's yeah. like one of the most engaged people in the building. She's yeah. very quickly picked up the game. Like people are grumpy because it's women in their space, and ah, it's too bad. Settle down. It's gonna happen. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this video circulating around social mm. media. Did you guys see uh, the clip of uh, what was on the broadcast? And then a couple players commented about it. Did you see the video of Travis Kelsey bumping into Andy Reid? Oh, of course. Bumping. I think that was more viral than anything Taylor Swift did yesterday. AJ yeah. Brown tweets like, I'd be kicked out of the league if I did that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad you mentioned that. So AJ Brown, well, again, take what AJ Brown says with a grain of salt. If I was, again, yeah, if that was me, I would have been kicked out of the league. But then Cheetah, Tyreek Hill tweets, but we know why though, right? And then the uh, covering the eyes emoji. Mm. Kind of peeking through your fingers emoji. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Why is that, Cheetah? Again, I, I want to believe guys like A.J. Brown and Cheetah. I can't. But anyway, they, they have a valid point there. Like, that that was a little mm-hmm. offside. And poor old Andy Reid. Like, <laughs> you know, the Big Red's uh, an older gentleman, a heavier gentleman. And he kind of got knocked away. And it's like, I get it. You're intense. It's the Super Bowl. But... I don't know, maybe not hit your elderly coach. I don't know if he's elderly. He's not elderly. He's, he's just an old man. Just calm down a little citizen. bit, Travis. Yeah, just calm down a little bit, Travis. Nobody's yeah. going to be talking about that this Just because morning. he wasn't fine. involved on the play that oh, it was Pacheco's fumble or, or Noah well, Gray's yeah, he fumble. Got, he got taken out yeah. because he's not very much of a run blocker, yep. and he's admitted to being that. Yep. But also in the Super Bowl, I understand that the best player wants to go out there and is going to put everything on the line to make a block. Sure. He wants to be on the field, and 
the guy that he was taken out for missed his block and that forced the fumble on Pacheco. So I understand that he was frustrated. Um, I also, when I saw that, I was like, oh, he's retiring after this game for sure. <laughs> yep. But then, of course, he said they're going to go for three. And yeah, I, I, you, you could scroll social media for a half a second and you're either going to see that video or it's this particular still shot of Andy Reid dissociating that Travis yep. Kelsey is just laying spit yep. all into his face, just <laughs> absolutely screaming at his head coach. Um, but, hey, the guy's a competitor. And I've, yeah. I actually really liked what Andy Reid said about it after the game, too, because um, that's also something that I think you can only do when you've had him as a player for 10 years and you've coached his brother and you know his family and you really understand what the personality of the guy is. And at that point, if I'm Reed, I'm like, okay, I got to get him past this like minute and a half. And then we're going to take the reins off and let the big Yeti eat. And in the second half, he was, he was pretty good. Yeah, he absolutely was. Um, some bad injuries too. Uh, oh, law going down with that Achilles. Just going oh, back on the field. It's just brutal, man. Yeah. It's just, oh. and again, <laughs> Can you guys explain to me? They had that little weird golf cart that came out, yeah, specifically for players. It looks like it one of those, like, like a meat wagon. Yeah, look, why was yeah. he riding shotgun? He's like... supposed to be in the back, lying down. Well, he what did he call shoddy shotgun? I don't know what happens just when you sit. I don't know what happens when your Achilles goes. If it's better to lay or yeah. if it's better to sit, I'm not going to pretend to be a doctor on this one. Right. <laughs> I know I like yeah. to usually, but not on this one. Yeah, he just uh, <laughs> crawled into the uh, the front seat, and again. Here comes uh, the barrage word. of. Sorry, here comes the barrage of um, the go conversation and greatest whatever, greatest whatever. Like I, I don't know why everyone is so obsessed with these types of things. Just dial it back a little bit. Let's have a mm-hmm. little patience here. What the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes have done—three Super Bowl rings before the age of thirty—is absolutely remarkable. Tom Brady went a decade without winning a Super Bowl, too. I think a lot of people don't kind of remember that when we talk about Tom Brady and his greatness. Mm-hmm. Dude went a decade without between Super Bowls. And had a Hall of Fame career in his 40s. Uh, that would have got him into Canton. But, uh, again, hey, third player to win three Super Bowls, joining Tom Brady with five. Obviously, Joe Montana with three. Um, Troy Aikman has got three. Like, it's just a remarkable uh, accomplishment for Tom, uh, for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and they're all coming back next year. Looks like Andy Reid already confirmed it; he's coming back. Travis Kelsey in that speech, sort of, with Jim Nance, just said mostly he's coming yelling. back for another year. And again, if you're the Buffalo Bills this morning, you must be just kicking yourself again. You had them, you oh, had yeah. them, you had them at home, you had them, you had a chance to knock out the ch- champs at home in Buffalo with that drive. You. Josh Allen couldn't get it done, and once again, the Chiefs win four games to win the Super Bowl. Three wild card, wild card against the Dolphins and frigid Kansas City at home. They go into Buffalo, frigid Buffalo, beat the Bills, get past the Ravens against the MVP, Lamar Jackson. And again, the San Francisco 49ers and Kyle Shanahan, the only coach to go in two overtime games in the Super Bowl, and he's lost them both. That's a tough pill to swallow mm. for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, it's a bad one. There's bad beats across the board. Like, losing Dre Greenlaw is tough, and especially in a game where you get to overtime, you're so close, but 
I never really felt like Brock Purdy was going to go out there and kind of make the same type of play that Pat Mahomes was going to be able to make and really steal this game for San Francisco and, whenever they had the ball. And that's why they should have continued to hand the ball off to Christian McCaffrey. Mm. He was the best yeah. player on the field for a good chunk of that game. And again, similar to what he did with Devonta Freeman back in Atlanta. Hold on. Got away from the running game Yep. in the second half. I know he ended up finishing with over like 75 yards and receiving and rushing, but still. 80 each. He could have kept going. He should have been running that ball at least 30 times. Yeah, I, I don't understand because in the second half, Bleed that's the, clock. the Niners. Yeah, they, they were getting, you know, just positive play after positive play, pounding the football with Christian McCaffrey. Like, I don't understand. Again, it it's... It's 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 the gravity of the situation, right? It's by the way, third. I, I messed up there. Third guy to win three MVP Super Bowl MVPs. Brady's got five. Montana's got three. Mm. Mahomes now with three. Only three guys have ever done that. Win three Super Bowl MVPs. But you're right, Patrick. That's a great point. Um, I don't know why they went away from it. They were just shredding the Chiefs there by pounding the football with Christian McCaffrey. George Kittle went out there uh, for a little bit. Some sort of shoulder injury. Ran to the locker room. Ran back into the game. But I thought they were getting a ton of positive plays with Christian McCaffrey, who, by the way, like that fumble, and again, a football game, it's not just one by one or bad, one or two plays. The fumble was huge in the first quarter as well, kind of flipped the momentum earlier on the game when it was a very slow start to the game. And I think a big-time big time relief, I think. Did anybody say anything about the officiating last night? I was saying that on my walk home, actually, with the better half. I was like, man... Didn't even notice him. That might have been one of the best officiated games that I have watched in quite some time. There was nothing that you look back and go, could have gone either way. They did an outstanding job. They they get to not get talked about today. Great job. Vinovich did the same thing in Super Bowl 54 with the Niners and Chiefs. They, They pretty much kept their whistles in the pocket and only called the egregious holds and obvious plays. So, yeah, Good job, Bill and his crew. Also, the umpire, Terry Nivens, I believe. Mm -hmm. We became the first play uh, official to both play and ref in a Super Bowl. Oh, no way. He was linebacker for the Titans in uh, Super Bowl oh. 34. Oh, no way. Uh, is that the, uh, the the so close against Kurt Warner? Yeah, one yard short. Frank Wycheck? No, um, uh, no um, Kevin Dyson. Kevin Dyson, that's yeah. right. Frank Wycheck is the uh, Music City miracle. Yes. Rest but in peace. Kevin Dyson, so close as Kurt Warner, Dick Vermeil, mm-hmm. and the greatest show on turf uh, won the Super Bowl way back when. That's a really. Interesting stat. Um, you guys want to talk about the half? You know what? Let's. Uh, there's lots to discuss, lots to dissect. Let's uh, save the halftime show for later because our listeners love when we talk about stuff like that. So let's do that later. Yep. Uh, I know the uh, the Rose Report is super meaty. Flames with a five two <laughs> win on the island on um, Saturday afternoon morning start in Calgary. We haven't even Big gotten win. to the chaos that was in Arizona over the weekend. Yeah, like again the <laughs> yeah, Nick Taylor the waste. The waste management open going on during the Super Bowl is just such a bad look for everyone. But you can't control the weather. Nope. Unless you're Russia. But you, there is a chance that, uh, you know, it was one of those under-the-radar moves where Nick Taylor wins, and you're like, oh, wow, Canadian won. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're totally z- zeroed in on the Super Bowl like I was. And then my buddy's like, Nick Taylor won the waste management. I'm like, oh, really? It was a playoff? I'm like, oh, just bad timing for that tournament. Nobody's watching that. While, unless you're a super hardcore golf guy. But uh, congrats. And Eric Francis was tweeting about it too because Eric's not the biggest football guy. But again, congratulations to Nick Taylor. We'll get that. We'll get to the Flames victory. Lots to do in the Rose Report. The Solution Snake's going to join us at the top of the hour. 
We'll get his uh, we'll get his thoughts on the Flames win, and I want to get his take on the Super Bowl. Did he watch it? How did he consume it? Get some Taylor Swift analysis from him. Mm. What did he think of the Super Bowl? We got lots to do today. We got lots of stuff. And um, kind of wanted to uh, send out a text question, too, before we throw out the, the Rose Report. Excellent. Are you starting to believe that the Flames can make the playoffs? Nine sixty nine sixty name and look. I told are you, getting, you if they are you keep getting, the netminder, there is a good chance they can make the playoffs. This is something we've been talking about. Are are you starting to slightly believe the Flames will be a playoff team? I'm going to give you one little number before we get to the break. Mm-hmm. Why you should maybe think so? Uh, the L.A. Kings uh, they have the number one wild card seed right now, tied with the Blues, but the Blues have uh, played two more games. Yeah, and the Kings are in a straight free fall. Yeah, um, Blues and Predators just ahead of the Flames. Mm-hmm. They're minus five and minus six in goal difference. Flames plus two. Yeah, you love a good positive goal differential, George. That's, yep. a, that's a sign of a good team. That's true. Usually, uh, like, you, more than plus two is a good team. But, like, hey, it's in the still, green. It's in the black, yeah. as they say in money talk, you know? Damn. <laughs> that's right. You're, you're such a financier. Mm. So, um, are you slightly starting to believe... That the Flames can make the playoffs here, nine sixty nine sixty name and cl- name and location, and especially if they win tonight and make it five straight and sweep this Eastern road trip. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! And there's something about them playing New York teams. I don't know what it is. Maybe you guys have a, a theory behind it. I don't. Early starts. Sure. I think it's their favorite well, which is road even trip. Weirder because it's even earlier for the guys. I think it's their favorite road trip that these guys do for a good chunk of the players. Is they love this New York, New Jersey, New York Islanders trip. Yeah, there's a lot of Europeans on the team. A lot that of stuff sense. to do. Yeah, a lot of okay. things to do. You'd think it would be the opposite effect then. I know. You'd think or they'd be distracted. I don't know. I just yeah. think they've, they've, they've generally over the last few years played pretty well out at MSG uh, and on Long Island. All right. Uh, are you starting to believe that the Flames can be a playoff team? 960-960, name and location. The Rose Report is next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan at the top of the hour. Big show Flames analyst, the Solution Snake. Man, it's going to be a tough one today. (laughs) How's that Kansas City ice water, bud? Stiff. Chicken (laughs) Tatchazzini. Delicious. My buddy Rob, uh, he spent all day doing Kansas City ribs. Your buddy Rob, Rob, Rab, 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 as in a Western New York accent, Rab, Rab. It was uh, they were delicious. Rab. You want to talk about my boy? Reb. You want to talk about a menu that was so diverse mm. last night? Look at you. We we'll do that later. We got lots of time. I'll share it with Brent Cron and GVP on top of his game for a Monday morning. Hey, it's Monday. Oh, he is, yeah. Playing the Travis Kelsey, you got to fight for your right. Did you do that on purpose, GVP, or no? Yeah, I did. Yeah, he did, believe okay, it or good. not. I know, I was surprised, too. Come on, man, give me some credit. <laughs> I love the cut it of just your looks jib. just stupid. <laughs> What's a jib? <laughs> just look stupid. <laughs> you should have seen us Saturday, George, just chopping it up with the Wranglers. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. How was that broadcast I didn't listen a second of? I thought we crushed it. 20 minutes. You guys should have let me know. Good. I would have supported you. Last 40. We, we told you on Friday. Yeah, I just forgot about it. 
What, you want us to give you constant reminders of things that you're hey. not going to watch or listen no, to? Listen, hey, uh, we got the Wranglers broadcast. You should listen. I'm like, okay, I will. I'll support my boys. For a 9 o'clock start for you. Yeah. <laughs> and they got rolled up into a little ball and thrown out. A tough weekend oh. for the Wranglers. Best part was a fight in the end. They had two great first periods. Hmm. And then they had, like... Two terrible seconds and perhaps even worse. Thirds. It's amazing. They're all their good players. They're not there anymore. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so weird. And they're not and as they're good. Helping out the yeah. Flames and with yeah. four straight games. Dustin Wolf got called up, and wow, <laughs> oh, oh, it seems a little different. Um, also, with Cron, I want to talk about. Uh, I got to take on the whole Ridley Gregg situation with uh, Morgan Riley from Saturday night. I thought it was hilarious. I. Um, yep. Oh, no, no. Oh. Let's save it. Okay. Let's save it. Okay. okay. I don't have any Let's of it in it. the morning report, but yeah, we'll save it. You have it in the morning no, report? No, I don't. I, it was okay, let's leave it. It was going to get me too distracted. I have thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I have thoughts too. I can't I can't wait. I loved it. Talk about this I later. loved it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> More of that. More Ridley Gregg in my Less life. Less of Riley putting oh. a stick in the face. Yeah. Okay, see, oh, okay. Are, are we <laughs> going to do it listen, now? I'm not going to give it away, but I know the I know you guys like the back of my hand already. <laughs> and I know where both of you would stand on this take, and I love the fact that I'm on the complete opposite side and we're going to talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> are we going to yell? But today? I'm going to give you an example. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you an example. Okay. We'll Perfect. do that later. Yep. And you know who's going to be on my side? Cron. I'm we'll calling see. it right now. We'll see. Make sure you show him when he comes in the play if he hadn't seen it. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm sure he saw it. Yeah, he definitely saw it. He yeah. tweeted about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's do the morning report. It's a busy day. Uh, keep those texts rolling in, 960, 960. Are you kind of starting to believe the Flames can make the playoffs here? Mmm. Are, are you are you are you starting to let yourself? Are you starting to fool yourself into thinking this team could be a playoff team? They're going to sell all their assets and restock the cupboards, and then potentially still even make the playoffs. Nine sixty nine sixty, name and location. But let's do the Rose Report. It's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by ten percent on Fifty First Ave and Third Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose. Hey, yo, friends. Welcome to your brand spanking new week. Flames and Islanders were on uh, Saturday. They'll wrap up their roadie with a stop at MSG tonight. Yesterday was the big game. Chiefs and Niners battling it out for the Lombardi at Allegiant Stadium in Sin City. Waste management, little too wasted. Raps notes, Wranglers notes, Hitman notes, Roughnecks notes, Stamps notes. You know what we got, George? Lots of stuff. We got lots of stuff. Damn straight. Start with your Calgary Flames as they took on the New York Islanders back on Saturday, George. Lone trip out to the island. and Elmont. Uh, yeah, Belmont? Elmont. Elmont? Yeah. Is that Elmont, New on, York. The, on the island? Yeah. They're still on the island. Though, still right? on the island. They just play in Elmont. They went to Brooklyn. Yeah. It wasn't good. It's closer to the city than Uniondale. That means nothing to me. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, if there's a geography question, <laughs> it needs to be done. <laughs> 
How about that that's start? Why, <laughs> that's why when I had my nephew's hockey tournament in God knows where near Yeah, you sent us I a picture this, of the map? Yeah, and then, like, Patrick was so intrigued. I go, Patrick, I can see Michigan from here. He's like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, how close is that to Saskatchewan? <laughs> Not really. How about that start for your Calgary Flames? Hey, wow. Weger goes back to get it. Mackenzie Weger. Tied for third in the NHL and goals by defenseman. He's already got a career-high 12. It airs a shot, and they score! Must have been listening. Mackenzie Weger surprising Semyon Varlamov. The Flames score just before the four-minute mark and take a one-to-nothing lead. He's just rapping over a beat there. Yeah, <laughs> just great atmosphere in there. Wow, unbelievable stuff. What was... What would be Derek Wills' D, uh, rapper name? Oh, God. DJ DW? Lil Wilsey? Lil Wilsey. Lil Wilsey? Well done. Lil. Lil, Lil Wilsey, though. Yeah, that's what he said. Okay. Lil Wilsey. It's <laughs> pretty good. Lil Wilsey. <laughs> um, could Verlamov take his glove off if he would have it again and take his glove off and catch that shot with his bare hand because it was such a muffin? <laughs> That's why I beat him. Might have had a better Like, chance. do we have the speed on that shot? Did it crack 80K? Toto to Roger. <laughs> the boys that thing like wasn't to call a, me the That wasn't man. a laser beam by any stretch of the imagination. No, no. But it doesn't have to be. No. Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> he was on that fire was a soft wrister. Great start, though. Yep. You don't just... Uh, you know, be tied for the league leading defenseman goals with a muffin, George. Wait, no, hold on. That's not right. <laughs> Check yeah, this out. Totally a muffin. Uh, hey, that top line for New York was a bit of a handful, but apart from that, I liked the Flames in the first period. There was that weird moment where the puck went in the net, but it was offside, and everyone was very confused. I thought that it just magically shown up like some sort of David Blaine trick in the net, but of course it was like knocked by a rebound. Yeah. When we saw the replay, you know it what? all made pretty perfect sense. How how terrible was that by the officials? Like that wasn't even close. The guy would they didn't even clear the zone. It wasn't even close. I don't know. I had no idea what had happened on that play when it happened live. And you know, yeah, I I'm obviously the there's on four TV guys behind. watching for that. That's not like it's just a ref call. The linesman could blow it dead. I I agree, but I I don't know if anyone knew where the puck was. And then no. the referee just looked, and it was in the net, and he pointed at it. Like, you could tell by the way he pointed at it that he wasn't sure how it got there either, but he was looking one way and he looked the other, and all of a sudden the puck's in the net. I don't know what else the ref's supposed to do. I understand the linesman there probably should have called it offside, but, like, it's a pretty standard play. Rip the dump in, the camera goes one way, everyone's neck goes one way, but obviously hit something and then just sat there. Paul Mary with a really smart play to just put that on net after, but big old... Engvall just going for a skate, and unfortunately offside for him. Wild play. Yeah, it kind of hit Tanev, I think, yep. on the way in. Mm-hmm. And because Marshall was going behind the net, because obviously, like, he probably was well aware that the Islanders were offside anyway, so he can go and play it freely. And then the puck ends, and even Rick Ball's reaction was like, what just happened? Yeah, what did I just see? Where? How was that puck in the what? net? Yeah. Yeah. So one nothing after 20 into the second. Possible still used great speed to draw a power play. Flames would cash in. Huberto, 10 and white. Attacking the puck from Holmstrom, 10 and blue. Here's a Sharon Govich shot stop rebound. Huberto scores! 
Jonathan Huberto slaps the puck past Semyon Varlamov. The Flames score a power play goal and take a 2-0 lead. It's eighth goal of the season for Jonathan Huberto. Gets it on the power play. Flames led 2-0 midway of the second period. Islanders have the league's worst penalty kill. But immediately, the Barzell line was right back to work. They were the best group for that New York team. But then, later on in the frame, look who double dips. Here comes Rooney in for the Flames. He's forced behind the Islanders' net. It's all tangled up with Pajot in the near corner. Puck gets dug free and centered. Weger scores! Mackenzie Weger rifles the puck past Semyon Varlamov. His second goal of the game and his 14th of the season, most by a blue liner in the NHL, gives the Flames a 3-0 lead. Kevin Rooney doesn't get a point on that one, but great work down low with Pelche getting the puck to Dewar. He fans on it, but he goes right to Weger, who steps into it, got his second of the day. And as you heard in the call, yeah. league leader in goals with 14, he passed Dalene and McCarr, and Harley had actually scored that afternoon to get to 13 as well. Yeah, again, uh, when I'm talking about the elite goal scores in the NHL, <laughs> Rasmus Dalene, Kale mm-hmm. McCarr. Oh, mm-hmm. by the way, friend of the show, the weak dog himself talk about being in the right place at the right time when things are completely going your way a total broken play just ends up on his stick and he just fires it oh, into just the a, net. on a tee too like that's the yeah. type of just and sitting there for you to step into a one-timer you dream about yeah you're, you're gonna get to the empty netter in a sec because mm-hmm. i have something to say about that too okay yeah absolutely the vibes are immaculate for sure uh what'd you think yeah. of the hard hit on backland that backland really didn't like right by the post well, I, I thought that was, again, I, I thought it's that a little was bit of a dangerous place. Yeah, but he was still far away from the net. But I didn't like the there, punch there from Martin on Manjapani. That was the one part that I thought was uh, the worst part of that entire scrum. Really, I, I, I also like the the fact that the Flames. You know, that's a very early start for them. That's eleven Calgary time, and I know they're already acclimated to the Eastern Time Zone. It's only two hours. Mm-hmm. But I thought they just started well, and they were controlling that game. And you can see the frustration. Patrick Waugh boiling over on the bench there, getting angry at his team. And again, they, they take it out a bit on the Flames because Calgary played exceptionally well. I'm sure we'll get to Jacob Markstrom too. But Cal- the Flames were the reason why they were getting frustrated because they were all playing the Islanders. Markstrom had a couple of really big stops at the end of the second period. One on Palmieri from in tight. Another one on Barzell after a Sharon Govich uh, one-timer. Flames led 3-0 after 40 minutes of play into the third period, and the Islanders would get on the board pretty early. Tell the right point by Dobson. He spins and drops it off to Nelson. Nelson shoots and scores! Rock Nelson whips the puck right into the top quarter of the Flames' net. A perfectly placed shot by the Islanders' sniper. Yeah, not great legs there. A lot of standing around. The Islanders get yeah. some movement in the top of the zone. A big screen from Matt Martin. And just like that, the Islanders were on the board and the crowd was back into it. Yeah, I looked like he was kind of screened. Big time. that shot, too. And again, Jacob Markstrom was fantastic. What I don't like is the, the, the celebration thing the Islanders do. Like It was like the Minnesota Wild from years ago. They had that for a long time as their goal song. Crowd chant by Joe Satriani. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. I'm not a classic. big fan of when other teams copy other teams like that. It just gave me a lot of Minnesota Wild vibes on that goal by the Islanders. 22 for Brock Nelson, and uh, things really started to click for the New York Islanders. Flames are playing some bailout hockey. They were more than happy to defend, chip, shoot from distance, get a change, peel off, and 
get right back to checking. In the end, the Islanders would outshoot the Flames 18-3 to in the third period. But one of the key plays was with, you know, four-ish minutes remaining as uh, Patrick Waugh pulls the net or pulls the goalie a little bit early. And uh, Blake Coleman would get an empty netter. Islanders actually got that one right back. And then, of course, this from Mackenzie Wigger to complete the Hattie. Behind the net to Kadri. Kadri catches up to it in the far corner. He centers it. Huberto to Wigger. He shoots. He scores! Huberto with a nice job to pass it off to his old buddy Wigger. Get him his first hat trick of his career. And just like that, the Flames would take a 5-2 victory. Um, there were some dicey moments in the third. Markstrom had to be really good. There was a too many men penalty, which was as, about as chaotic as it can be. Did you hear? But what, they get the victory. Did you hear what Huberto said uh, about the the Uyghur, the passing to the Uyghur? I uh, I did not hear that. He clip, was like, no. I mean, I don't shoot when there's a goalie, oh. so when it's an empty net, I'm not shooting. Yes. George, <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> okay, first of all, um, I can't wait to talk to Cron about this. Jacob Marstrom trying to do his best Patrick Waugh impression. Try yes. score right twice in front of him. Net. <laughs> yeah, like Patrick Waugh must have just been smiling uh, to himself uh, quietly because Patrick Waugh was so desperate to score a goal. Well, yeah, in the, NHL the goalie that it cost him a few yeah. goals against in his career. Oh, yeah. That's totally what happened to Markstrom there on the second Islander goal because he was trying to shoot the puck down. And again, when you're up that much, hey, why not? I think the boys would have loved it if old Marky would have snapped that thing into the net. But, yeah, that was kind of on him. And that play where he was just swimming around with the Islanders yeah. scored. I don't think he just tried that last year. snow angel in the crease. He's like, oh, <laughs> this is all my fault. Hopefully I can get out of it. He didn't. The Islanders ended up scoring. And, by the way, the weak dog empty netter, that's yeah. probably the hardest shot he had all night. Yeah, ripped that one. No he mistake. hammered that thing into the open net. He's like, bang. You got to make sure it goes in. Yeah, yeah. you got to be sure. Yeah, like Ridley Gregg. That was great. He is the seventh defenseman in Flames history to record a hat trick. Nikita Zadorov did it back in April of 2023. Dougie Hamilton in 2018. Al McKinnis in 92. Dana Merzin in 1990. Paul Reinhardt in 86. And Barry Gibbs in 1975. Wow. Look at a that. BG. Excuse yeah. me? Barry Gibbs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. You know why? Because he was staying alive. Damn right. right. <laughs> You know what it wasn't? Really it wasn't a tragedy! Both, from both of you. Excellent job. Nice work. <laughs> okay. Great job. All around. Uh, that hat trick, you could have said he was just more than a woman. <sighs> Here's Ryan Huska. Until probably the last seven or eight minutes of the third period, I thought it was a pretty complete game for us again, similar to what we saw in Boston from the team. Um, and we had all sorts of contributions from different people, so that was something that was important too. Yeah, how about this fourth line, hey? This is going to work. Killing Walker it. Dewar looks way better in the last couple of games. Your boy. He's got some ballers with him. Yeah, because... Uh, He's got I, some ballers with him. Some ballers? Yeah. And Rooney and Pelche. Okay. They're going. They're yeah, Rooney's it. been... Rooney and Pelche <laughs> on that fourth line. <laughs> some ballers, hey? Some ballers. All of a sudden, the Flames are back to rolling four lines <laughs> again, despite the fact that they traded their first line center away. Like, they are rolling lines out there and it's something we've been kind of talking about and I and I talked about it last week on the show Jonathan Huberto keeps playing good man yeah like, he, you got to give him credit like again we we were crushing him point per game the since first, the new year mm-hmm. yeah like in the the, the the begin in 2023 from October to December terrible he mm-hmm. had a 12 game pointless streak like he was awful he was invisible he had no Didn't score the month of December on the game and then all of a sudden <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, I waited till the last night. Yeah. Like, to get a point. <laughs> he's been great. Like, he's a new man. Again, you know what? And, and I talked about it. That that maybe not playing with Lindholm anymore is taking off the shackles. Mm-hmm. Because they try to just make that work over and over and over again, and it didn't. And he's just playing better without Lindholm as a center. I know it's three games, and they're 3-0 and in the post-Lindholm era. Obviously, the team's better with Elias Lindholm here, but there's just something different about this team since that trade. I don't know. Am I reading too much into it? They just look looser to me. Yes. No, I, I completely agree. The question is, how long can you sustain it? Right? Well, especially because you're going to trade some of your blue line here 100%. away, which is key members of the team. I get it. But the way Markstrom's playing yep. and the way they're just playing a lot looser mm-hmm. and Huska's letting them play that way a little bit. Sure is. They're a fun team to watch right now, too. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. They got a lot of good young players now playing in this roster. They're, they're kind of like they have nothing to lose here. Nobody expects them to make the playoffs. Everyone expects them to trade a couple more big pieces of their team. But what do they do? They go out there and win three straight games on the East Coast against some pretty good teams. Yeah, um, and then, of course, we also had Elliot talking about Jacob Markstrom at the intermission, too, on Saturday in the evening, saying that, yeah, the uh, Islanders might have, or pardon me, the Devils and uh, Flames might have had a chat about the netminder. Mm-hmm. Because, listen, I'm, I'm totally the there clip? with you. I No, listen, I don't, we don't have the clip right now. We'll get to the clip a little bit later. Yeah, let's on get it. Show. Let's play it for Cron. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we don't even have time because so much else to do. Today, the Flames wrap yep. the road. He tried to win a fifth straight, fourth straight coming out of the break. And uh, before coming back to the Saddle Dome, it is the Rangers. The Blue Shirts have won three of their last four. They're coming off a 4-3 overtime setback against the Blackhawks in Chicago Friday. Look, it can happen to anybody. Also elsewhere today, the Kraken and Devils go at 5 o'clock. The Coyotes play the Flyers. And then at 8 o'clock, it's the Wild and the Knights. You can watch that one on Sportsnet West. Two games yesterday before the big game. How about Alex Ovechkin all of a sudden starting to heat up in uh, Washington? Back along the left side of control here for Strom. The shot from Ovechkin. He scores. The goal streak continues. Ovechkin gives Washington the lead. 12-23 to go in the second. It's 2-1 Washington. Yeah, he's got goals in five straight games. That's Let's his go, 13th. Obi. Let's go. He's going to break the record this year, George. He's only like 60 wow. away. That'd be a good heater. <laughs> All he has to do is average a hat trick a game the rest of the way. Yeah. It's that simple. Pretty much. Okay. Niels Hoag- Hoaglander tied it just over a minute later. That was in the second. No more goals, so off to overtime we went. Hughes. Right wing for Patterson, skating to center. Ten seconds left in overtime. Into the Washington zone with a shot that was tipped wide of the net. McMichael takes it back to the corner, turns it over in the slot. Miller shoots. He scores! JT Miller wins it for the Canucks with 4.8 seconds left in overtime. Yeah, it's a bad turnover That's by late. Connor McMichael. That's a very late uh, overtime winner as well. The Canucks win it 3-2. to two. The other game was in uh, Montreal. It was the Canadiens. It was the Blues. Have yourself a day, Tory Krug. So the Blues go to work now on an Ameren, Missouri power play. Thomas shooting. Rebound. Kairou score. Seven seconds into the power play. Blues regain a two-goal lead. Three to one the score. Kairou the goal. 4.40 to go first period. Yeah, Tory Krug had an assist on that. That was five in the game. Mm, damn. As uh, Torrey Krug became the second defenseman with a five-assist game this season. Do you know who the other player is? Can you remember? It was late December. Ooh, I know. Oh, it was, uh, it was uh, Chris Letang. Bingo! Yay. Good job, yeah. fellas. 
Thanks, um, brain. That's it. All right, big game, Super Bowl 58 down in Las Vegas. An iconic moment in sports is gambling in sport. Finally, after much flirting <laughs> and, frankly, borderline obscene levels of public displays, displays of affection, consummated the relationship down in Las mm-hmm. Vegas, February 11th. It was the Chiefs. It was the Niners battling under the bright lights of the Strip. Great start for San Francisco. Second and 10, Niners up 3 nothing. Purdy going to throw a double pass. Back to Jawan Jennings. A throwback across the field to McCaffrey. He's got it. 20, 10, 5, touchdown! San Francisco! CMC, enter the Dragon, baby! Six points on a trick play! I that gotta was a fun tell play, you, man. I, love I, that play. I had a cheeky bet that if either quarterback caught a touchdown pass yesterday, I was gonna win like a oh, grand. Old Philly special. And boy, my heart rate shot up when they, <laughs> when they gave that to Juwan Jennings and he stepped back to throw that thing. Yeah, not to Purdy though. <laughs> yeah, it ends up going to an actual r- running Athlete. back who can catch it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, um, Whoa. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think Purdy could have took took that thing 25 yards. No, he definitely he probably would have died. Sorry, George. Go ahead. Yeah, that uh, the Jennings uh, passing prop. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A player to throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl other than quarterback plus four thousand. So yeah, forty to one. That's the second uh, player ever to have a receiving touchdown and a throwing touchdown that wasn't a quarterback. I think I got Joining it. At big at... blank Nick. Yeah, exactly. I think I got it. At... <laughs> big blank Nick yeah. plus twelve. 1,500 is what I got mine at. Wow. I was very happy about it. Right, Chiefs got a couple of field goals. They trailed 10-6. Then a momentum-changing play. Little injection of energy into a somewhat sleepy start. My punt. Townsend goes down and now picked up by McConnell. He fumbles it. He fumbles the punt. A muff punt. And Kansas City's got the football. He's got the football at the San Francisco 17-yard line. Yeah, so you know how that ends. Hit Buddy's ankle. Mahomes, fighting for the end zone. Wide open, cut. Touchdown, Kansas City. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. 16 yards on a seam up the numbers. And Kansas City has its first lead of Super Bowl 58. How about, MVS. how about him making a couple of big plays in this run to the Super Bowl, George? Yeah, he was, uh, again, you're right, a sleepy first half. Again, people, right away, people get upset when it's not a super high-scoring game like the Patriots and Eagles, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl a few years ago, when it was like 500 But that's like one yards. time. They usually play out the way this game did. Yeah, defense. Uh had a time to scheme, game plan. I thought both defenses played very well. And I felt like um, the way the the halftime was talking about, the way the game was when the Chiefs were down, they, they talked about like it was some sort of insurmountable like deficit mm. here for the Chiefs. I put a little sprinkle on the Chiefs plus 265 money line in halftime. I'm like, Chiefs are winning this they game. They were down by 10 last year to Philly. Yeah, it's what they do. <laughs> Niners did go the other way. It was uh, this Jawan Jennings guy. You know, we all talked about Debo and Ayuk and Kittle. Nope, Jawan Jennings just balling out. check and Kittle are tight left. Purdy back. Purdy throws and is caught by Jawan Jennings. Breaks a tackle. Touchdown! San Francisco! 
So that's a big touchdown. That made it 16-13. And I don't know how much runway it's going to get today, but this was also a huge play moments later. So now to try the PAT will be Jake Moody to try to put San Francisco back up by four points. The kick is blocked. The kick is blocked. This could be advanced. The PAT is blocked by Kansas City big because it keeps it at three points. Yep. Huge. Exactly. Would have forced Kansas City to go for a touchdown with six seconds left. Tied at 16 after the Chiefs field goal, then a Niners field goal, then the Chiefs kicked a field goal, had a chance to win it late, but then six seconds on the clock, knocking on the door of the end zone. They tie it with a field goal instead. First possession in overtime. Niners ended up with a field goal. Chiefs, on the other hand, well, they went on the march. 13 seconds to go in the overtime, 22 to 19 San Francisco. McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw, touchdown! Kansas City, McCall Hardman! McCall Hardman with the catch on the right side! A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime! Kansas City wins the game! 25-22! Did you hear afterwards? No nectar. Um, Hardman didn't know they won the Super Bowl. At what? that point, he thought they still had to play more. And then Mahomes went to him and was like, we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hartman didn't know. You know what? It It's just... <laughs> That's never why there was no celebration. He just stood there. Yeah. <laughs> never it, ceases to amaze. It's unbelievable how they don't know the rules. It is, it's absolutely mind-blowing. <laughs> That's why they got like 100 coaches out there, though, so they don't have to know yeah, the rules. Exactly. Just, just go out there and do exactly as what? you're told what? and you'll be fine. And it, yeah. that way, if you do exactly what you're told and it's wrong, then it's not your fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. so Travis Kelsey um, has some fun, lad. I couldn't thank the, uh, the, the fans uh, for both the Niner Gang and Chiefs Kingdom for showing up and every, every NFL fan out there, man. You guys made this so special for me, and um, I'm yes, about sir. to go party my tail off. <laughs> They're staring at the area. Last night they went. They got. They left uh, Lake Las Vegas and were at the area. So oh. whatever the hell they're I, having fun there. I don't know what that means. The, yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of video on social media that Taylor and uh, uh, Travis were partying last night. Yeah, in the into clubs. Oh yeah, as they Vegas. should. Um, Mahomes had to be at Disneyland this morning. So there was an exchange between Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey in the second quarter. Or pardon me, in the first half after Pacheco fumbled. And Kelsey thought he should have been in the game. And everyone was uh, showing this this clip. It became a meme very quickly of Travis Kelsey yelling in the face of his head coach. Uh, this is what Andy Reid had to say about it. <laughs> yeah, he caught me off balance. I, I wasn't watching. He, cheap shot, but that's all right. He did good. He was really coming over just go, just put me in. I'll score. I'll score. You know, so that's really what it was. Well, yeah. I love that. I mean, it's not the first time. So, I listen, I appreciate him. Competitive yeah. dude. You know, that's how you do it. That's how you diffuse the situation right there. Travis Kelsey on it. Man, I was fired yeah. up, man. I was fired up, and we weren't hitting on it, on all cylinders. And um, I, I had to give Big Red a love tap there and, and let <laughs> him that know that, that we were all here fighting for him no love matter what. <laughs> yeah. A love tap. Ripped his sure. arm off. Just almost bowled him over, knocked him yeah. into next week. No problem. Nothing to see here. Season's over. Yep. Sadness reigns. 74 days till yeah. the draft. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. Like, <laughs> Let's yeah, go. You and my nephew. My Whoa. nephew gets so jacked up for the draft. It's my favorite yeah, time. Mock drafts are rolling in, go. man. I don't know. Fourth overall. What did you just um, say? Mock drafts are rolling in. Fourth yeah. overall? Fourth overall for Harrison to uh, oh. the Cardinals. 
Oh. I think we go quarterbacks one, two, three. Oh, okay. We haven't even put the body in the ground yet. My God, what are Com- we doing? Combines in a couple weeks too. Here, settle down. Let's go. Twenty-five, <laughs> twenty-two. The yeah. uh, Chiefs win. Uh, the undercashed. How about that? Thank uh, goodness they don't good. kick PATs anymore on game-winning touchdowns. Yeah, this guy loving his under forty-seven and a half. What did I tell you guys? Chiefs in the under. Boom. Yeah. We'll get to NFL Big Bets later, yeah. and I'm so proud of what I did at the end of the season here because it worked out perfectly. All right, uh, let's get we'll to golf. We'll talk about that later. Let's get to golf because golf's rowdiest weekend pulled out all the stops. <laughs> all my friends are dead. I know we said we'd stop playing this, but seriously, if your friends were at the Waste Management, They're they might be dead. dead. They might be dead. Some lady fell on Friday. Oh, people were falling all over the place. There was apparently 30 individuals blacked out on Saturday, so they had to stop liquor sales. This was mixed in with a completely scattered schedule due to weather, rounds being split between days all over the place. It was truly one of the most chaotic weekends in golf. I don't know if you saw, there was the dude who did the snow angel in the bunker. There was the guy who was literally peeing his pants as he slept on a stool. (laughs) There was the very large individual rolling down the hill with his tarp off and then Getting his titties all slapped around by some stranger. <laughs> there was fist fights. No, no, let it slide. I D D I E S. He was a big old boy, and <laughs> they were getting slapped around pretty good. I couldn't stop watching. Couldn't stop okay. watching this video yesterday. Anyways, Canadian Nick Taylor ended up yeah. winning the whole damn thing. Hey, right there. On Sunday, he actually had to play about forty percent of the tournament. Still. Uh, went out, closed his third round, made a late push in the final round, birdied three of his last four holes to win that sucker in a second playoff hole against Charlie Hoffman. Fourth win on tour, first time since the 2023 Canadian Open, George. Fourth win. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. I didn't see it. I was watching the Super Bowl. I uh, We were watching it until the very last moment. Like We flipped over to the Super Bowl broadcast right as Post Malone was wrapping up. God save the queen. It didn't feel like we missed a God whole lot there either. God save the queen. Whatever the hell he was doing. beautiful. Whatever. I don't <laughs> care. He's Whatever. very good. Oh, yeah. It looked great. Sure. Uh, Liv was not too far away doing their own thing. They were in Liv Las Vegas. Started Thursday. Ended Saturday to make way for the Super Bowl. They were at the Las Vegas Country Club. DJ birdied three of the final five holes to jump past Taylor Gooch and Peter Uline. Well, DJ won. wins. Well he done. finished fifth at Mayakoba. Apparently didn't pick up a club for almost the entire offseason, but he's finished fifth and first in the first two tournaments because for him. that's live, baby. He's doing it. Unfortunately, his team of bandits with Pat Perez, Pat Reed, and Harold Varner didn't hold up their Pat end of the bargain. Perez. God. The four aces <laughs> finished second to Brooksy's Smash Golf Club, and they actually won by seven strokes. Whoa. I know. Tight. Hey. Chiefs win Super Bowl, Smash Bros, or whatever, win the live tournament. <laughs> yeah, Bro- Brooksy's Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a comeback win. Yeah. Chiefs win, Smash Bros win. And you know what? Brooksy wasn't even that good. Mm. I got nothing else on the lift. Uh, yeah. Raptors, how about that? What happened tonight? <laughs> this is completely BS. How'd the weekend go, GVP? Yeah, well, they were taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. I didn't actually watch this game or update this. So <laughs> we, were, we were working. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't even know what the final score is. It was yeah. bad. It was okay. Well, this is out. Yeah. great recap. They lost again, and they lost 119-95 the final. 
Okay. <laughs> what? They lost by like 30 again? Yeah, they got Wemby tonight. Welcome Victor Wembenyama to the Spurs Coach tonight, Bank. 530. It's on the other network. But you know what? We are, George. The home of the UFC? Oh, uh, well, yeah. But all the home of Grand Slam curling? Yeah. Uh, and the, yeah. But not no, what I was PWHL? looking uh, Sometimes, but it's also on the other network. We're here for hockey. Uh, that's what we're here for. WWE for a few more months, guys. I'm. Yep, you're not helping me here. I'm kind of okay. looking for one. The home thing. of the English FA Cup. Nope. Oh, the basketball. Yeah. The home for the right. NBA. Tonight, we got the Nuggets and the Bucks on Sportsnet 1 at 6 o'clock. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, enjoy that. And Timberwolves and Clippers, another banger. 8.30. watching that tonight. Both those on Sportsnet 1. You guys like uh, Draymond and Draymond and Yurkic getting a little beefy in their Nurkic? first game? I love, New- I love Yurkic. He's a great guy. Yusuf Nurkic. Yusuf Nur- Nurkic. He used to be a nugget with uh, him and Jokic were buds. Yeah. Yeah, he said uh, suspension. Draymond Green learned nothing. <laughs> he learned nothing. <laughs> Not friends. That was a good game on Saturday. Hey, the Wranglers had a really tough weekend against the San Diego Gulls. They played two ah. marvelous first periods, but then uh, they would lose both games. They lost 5 nothing on Friday. They lost... Saturday by a 6-3 score. Penalties just all over the ice in the second 95 game. minutes total, I it believe. It was a mess. Uh, a massive fight between Alex Gallant and oh. Tra- uh, Travis Howell. Yeah, listen, these two went viral early, earlier on in the season for a scrap down in San Diego, and yesterday we got to watch round two. And Whew. and they wanted a fight coming out of the box, and yeah. then they just get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of pearl clutching going on after that, let me tell you. Matt Coronado did score to snap a seven-game goalless streak that actually stretched back to January the 7th. Has uh, been a little bit of a slump there for Matty score sheets. Uh, next game for them Tuesday and Wednesday when the Manitoba Moose are in town. It's obviously Winnipeg's affiliate. Brad Lambert. Rare, rare tilt against the Central team. Yeah. Uh, future flame, Brad Lambert. Hey. Uh, we won't have the Tuesday game because the Hitmen will be on the road battling the Regina Pats as they continue their quest for the postseason. First to five on the road. Friday they beat Med Hat. Carter Yakumchuk actually tied Jacob Bean for the most goals in a season by a defenseman in the franchise's history, scored his 24th. Ooh. That moved them into 7th in the East. Then Saturday, uh, they lost to Moose Jaw, but that's a much different opponent. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would fall 5-2 despite outshooting their opposition. Roughnecks would win on the road. They beat Toronto by an 11-10 score. Jesse King led the way with five points, and Robert Hudson scored his first two career NLL goals, so congrats there. This Sunday is the East Coast Kitchen Party with the Halifax Thunderbirds at the Saddle Dome. The Stamps signed Michael Alway, the linebacker, returning yeah. to the club. That's a great sign for this defense. It's going to be very good this year. And then the AJHL Calgary shut out Drayton Valley. They also lost to White Court 4-2. And Okotoks shut out Spruce Grove by a 6 to nothing score. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Terrific stuff, Maddie. The Rose Report is brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Straight ahead, the Chronolist, Big Show Flames analyst, the Solution Snake on the Flames 5-2 win over the Islanders on Saturday night. We'll look ahead to the Rangers game. Uh, we'll discuss the ridley Gregg incident with Morgan Riley coming up on the show, too. We'll get Cron's thoughts on the Super Bowl. And your text messages still keep them rolling in 960, 960. Are you starting to kind of believe the Flames could actually make the playoffs here? It's all straight ahead. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan.